My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hi guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today. We have a very exciting interview ahead of us. The guest I'm bringing on, Shiraz Babu. He's a coach, speaker, author, entrepreneur, and reality interventionist. He's the CEO of Energetic Magic. He's also the host of Rewriting Reality. Shiraz has worked with thousands of people to shift their beliefs Thus, the reality. Welcome to the show. It's so good to have you here today. How's it going? Thanks for having me, Brittany. It's great to be here. Amazing. Well, I'm really excited for today. You know, before we jump into any topics, do you mind taking us back a bit? Tell us a little bit of your journey and story. How did you get to where you are today? Because I think it's powerful and I'd love to share it with our listeners and myself again. Okay. I I didn't realize you read my journey. So this, okay, we're ready to go. So uh, when I was 22 years old, I was in university studying to be a doctor, and I was a bodybuilder. And I know it's hard to tell I've stopped, but I was a bodybuilder. And, and I had my whole life set up for me, and the world was my oyster. Except the world didn't give me pearls. It gave me arthritis. Within months, I was in intense pain in every single joint in my body. So there were nights where I'd sip my dinner through a straw because my jaw was so swollen and painful, I couldn't move it. And as my body continued to deteriorate and I started to lose the cartilage, eventually there wasn't any between my ankles and my shins and I would be grinding bone on bone as I walked. So here's the thing, you may not have been through this kind of physical pain, but have you ever been in a situation where you had that plan all set up for how your life was gonna go and then out of nowhere, bam, that plan is gone and you're left scrambling, trying to figure out what to do. So you know the emotions that come with that, the the frustration or the anguish as to what you've lost, the self-judgment, sometimes self-pity. You're asking, well, why the hell did this happen? What did I do to deserve this? What am I supposed to do now? And that's where I was and stuck for a while. But eventually I, I came out of the despair and said, okay, I'm gonna make sure I, I do something to change this. And in the meantime, I was trying all sorts of stuff. I was trying medication and don't get me started on those childproof caps for arthritic medicine. That's just evil and that should not be allowed to exist. And I tried uh, supplements and diet. I tried yoga, acupuncture. Um, so someone suggested magnets and everything worked for a little while. And then it would just stop working. And I couldn't figure out what was going on because it was working for other people. And it was almost 18 years later before I met the guy that would change my perception on how reality worked. So I had flown to India. And because it was India, I expected him to do some sort of Reiki type lay of hands. It's like, we're going to heal you, Shiraz. Don't worry, we're going to heal you. But he didn't do that. He just talked to me for two weeks. And it was like being with a psychiatrist, only he wasn't trying to solve anything. He was just gathering all this information on me. And at the end of the two weeks, he says, Shiraz, you believe 
you're responsible for everyone in your life. No, I don't. I know you don't think you do, but from everything you've told me, you've created this belief that you need to be responsible and you started when you were eight years old. Okay, I know I'm a responsible guy, but I don't think I'm responsible for everyone. And what's this even got to do with arthritis? Oh, you don't want to be responsible for everyone. Yeah. And when you're lying in bed in pain, you don't need to be responsible for anyone. And you don't have to feel guilty about it. When people see you're struggling just to get through the day, they won't ask you to take care of them. It's the solution to a problem you don't realize you have. Well, that's messed up. But that's what most chronic illnesses are, solutions to problems you don't realize you have. So wait a sec, if what you're saying is true, then all I have to do is say I'm not going to be responsible for anyone, and the arthritis should just go away. Yes, if you truly believe it deep down. So I gathered my will, and I said, okay, I'm not going to be responsible for anyone but me. And when I woke up the next morning, there was no pain. There was no inflammation. I had more mobility. I could even breathe better. So I'm freaking out because like this doesn't happen. 18 years of illness gone overnight. It just doesn't happen. And yet it did. And I'm checking my body out. And I'm like, what the hell? Now, the damage from the arthritis was still there. And this is important because when you're trying to create change in your life, you're going to have journeys and you're going to have miracles. And I've found that if you're not willing to go through the journeys, you're not going to get the miracles. So repairing my body has been a journey, a journey I'm happy to go on, and my body keeps getting better and better. But getting rid of the arthritis was that miracle that happened that day. And I've had other miracles pop up along the way. But I've worked with a lot of people, and they're like, I need this miracle. I need it to happen now. I need it to happen yesterday. And if they don't get those results quickly, they try something else because they're not willing to go through the journey. So here I was, arthritis-free, freaking out. And the cool thing was there was a track that was at the place we're at. And I was on that track every day just trying to get some exercise. And I'm just walking. And I'm, like, I'm hunched over because it's like I have like a 70-year-old body. And I'm like trying to get by. And except 70-year-old people are passing me on this track. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> and, but this particular day, I am motoring. I'm passing everyone. I'm passing people that are younger than me. Everyone's looking going, what the hell? And I'm like, I know, right? When I went home, no one asked me to take care of them, to be responsible for them, because that was a belief created by an eight-year-old that I thought still applying to this day. And here's the cool thing. This isn't just about illness. Your mind prioritizes avoiding emotional distress over physical circumstances. So arthritis was preferable to guilt of not being able to help everyone. And this goes to everything in your life. So I realized that my income stopped at a certain level. And I thought, well, that's, I just don't know how to make more money. And I keep trying things, but they don't work. But then I found out by looking back, when I was younger, I had friends and family to say, you're so gifted. You're going to be rich and famous someday. And then we get to reap the benefits of it. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't want people leeching off me, coming to me for money. Like that, there's a huge emotional impact on that. So I picked a number that I was comfortable with and I didn't let my income go past that so that those people couldn't make those demands. Now, those demands were made when I was a kid by kids, right? So right. it's right when I let go of that, 
my income went up. This year, I've made more money than I've ever made in my life because I don't care if people come up and say, can I have some? I'm like, no, you can't. Or yes, I think it's a wonderful cause. Yes, you can absolutely. But there's no resistance. There's no guilt. There's no anger or frustration. It's just like, oh, let's just let that happen. And this is what happens with every single person. The reason you're having the health you have, the money you have, the relationships you have, the success you have, is all because of stories saying this is what's allowed and this is what's not. So you can avoid these emotions. So that's what how I got to do what I'm doing. This is incredible. I'm really glad you brought up actually the arthritis thing because I just found out last week that I have arthritis in my neck and my in my spine and stuff. So it's funny that you mentioned it because today I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in so much pain. Like, you know, and it's I thought arthritis would come later in my life. You know, I'm only 26 years old. So uh, we'll, we'll chat about that later. <laughs> <But> <laughs> thank you for sharing a bit of your journey. I think it's very powerful. And, you know, where you're at today, I mean, you mentioned it's the most successful year you've ever had. Um, tell us about a little bit more about the business and how you deliver your services. Okay. So with the business, I, I have group programs and I have individual programs. And the cool thing with the group programs is some person will be talking about what beliefs they have, where they're struggling, and I'll identify the story that's behind it. And other people in the group go, oh, my God, I've, that's exactly what I've got. So when I help one person shift it, everyone in the group gets shifted as well. The uh, The personal program is is different in that we work on one big problem, and we work on it till it's gone, till you've overcome the addiction to that problem because that's the other thing i found it through years of working is sometimes i'd help people everything would change and then they come to me a couple of months or a couple of years later and say i lost it and that's when i realized that we're actually addicted to our current circumstances and we go through withdrawal that pulls us back but unlike drug addiction where it's like oh my god i need the drugs it shows up like oh that deal fell through or i'm getting the wrong clients or whatever it is it looks like re real world circumstances are the problem but it's really us finding reasons to use these circumstances to go back to where we were because it's safe and comfortable so that's why i have the group and, and the um, and the individual programs and when i work with you what happens is i've learned how to tell when your conscious beliefs match your unconscious beliefs so if I were to say, Brittany, would you love to get your, rid of your arthritis? You'd probably say yes. And chances are I'd read that and go, no, you don't. So let's fi find out why you don't. And then we dig down and find out what the story is. Right? It could be like the arthritis keeps me from overworking. If I know if I don't have it, I'll work too much and I'll burn myself out. That, that could be a story that's running there. Right. right. And then when you're aware of what the story is, then you have the power to say, I'm done with the story. Just like I said, I was done with being responsible to everyone. And it can shift in an instant. Love that. Uh, yeah, figuring out what the story really is. Yeah. Love yeah. it. We hide it from ourselves, right? So I couldn't see it. I had 18 years to find it. I couldn't find it. And I talked to this guy for two weeks. And he's like, well, it's this. How could you find it so quickly? <laughs> and now that's what I get my clients. They're saying to me, because I've learned these techniques. Tell me a little bit about like, you know, with the beliefs and stuff, do we often, and how you said about the story, like, do we often subconsciously not like subconsciously know the, the story, but aren't actually like aware of it? 
Is yeah. that a struggle? There's, there's, a lot of the times you're, you've, it feels like you're completely unaware of it. But what I've found is when you have conversations with people, like just even regular conversations, their stories come out of their mouths. And they don't realize it. They think they're making an offhanded comment or saying a cliche. But anything that's coming out of your mouth is reflecting what's going on inside your head. So when you use expressions like, oh, this always happens to me, or story of my life, or every time I try this, this happens. Those are stories. You think they're circumstances, but they're stories you're creating. And I when you use that. a cliche, like the world is my oyster is a wonderful cliche because you're finding pearls, right? But damned if you do, damned if you don't. Well, that's a horrible story to, to be in, right? 100%. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Now, I know you kind of touched on this already, but do you mind diving a little bit deeper into the problem is the solution? I know you touched on it, but if you want to like go ahead and dive right in a little deeper, I would love that. So any consistent problem you have in your life is the solution to an emotional problem you're not seeing. And when you get the physical is all to either reflect or protect the emotional, you'll stop thinking, well, all I have to do is this physical act to resolve the issue. You'll start working on the emotion. And the cool thing is when you fix the emotional, different physical circumstances start to show up. And it's, it's kind of crazy how it happens. I had, and, and you start to realize exactly how powerful you are, right? For instance, one of my clients, she does this online event and they get 3000 people every year to come to this online event for the travel industry. So it's, it's huge. And she came to me two days before the event. She said, there's only 15 people registered, 1500 people registered this year. I'm like, okay. And she goes, we never have this few registrations, always 3000. We've been doing this for like eight years. And I'm like, oh, wh why don't you want them to come? And she's like, what do you, what do you mean? I said, if they're not coming, you don't want them to come. Why don't you want them to come? What's different this year than all the other years? And she goes, well, I'm hosting. I said, you always host. She goes, no, I run it. I'm not actually the host on the stage. I hire hosts. I'm like, oh, so what are you worried is going to happen up on stage? She goes, oh, well, what if I say the wrong thing to the guests and insult them? What if I make myself look like a fool? What if I don't have the information? And so she was worried about feeling shame, humiliation up on stage. And so somehow that went out and caused people not to buy tickets for the event. That's how powerful we are. So when Our she thoughts. became aware, yeah, 1,500 people didn't register because she didn't want to look bad in front of them, right? It sounds crazy, but they'd done this for eight years. They knew what the numbers were. And here's the really crazy thing is when we got her out of that, two days later, 8,000 people showed up for the event. That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so it all starts up here. And those Everything. thoughts are so powerful. Um, do you have anything that you can share with us that you've gone through, especially um, that really go back to the thought process and how extremely powerful it can be when succeeding in a business? Um, if you want to dive in any deeper. So you want to learn how to control your thoughts and focus your thoughts. So quantum physics has shown that when people are doing an experiment at the quantum level, whatever you think the outcome may be, 
you're, you're, you're already anticipating something, that affects the outcome at a quantum level. So everything you're thinking will happen or worried will happen is causing that to happen. Because if it happens at a quantum level, it happens at this macro level. Now, you can start changing the outcome if you hold a thought for a long enough period of time. That period is usually around 30 seconds. But the average person can hold a thought for less than seven seconds. <laughs> so that's, there's a gap. There's a nice big gap there. So when you learn to do, and you do certain exercises to help you hold a specific thought, then when you pass that 30-second threshold, things start to change. That's actually when the rewiring of the neurons in your brain starts to occur. So you start thinking different thoughts, and it becomes automatic rather than intentional. And that's what you want. You want those good thoughts to be automatic and running in the background. So I, I do these exercises that teach me to focus on a single thought, and then I apply that to the thoughts I want to think, and I start getting different results in my life. So most people don't know how to do that, don't know you're supposed to do that, and they're just living in the limitations of the reality that, that they think is the one that is, is quote-unquote real. But you can change anything you want. Wow. Incredible. Shiraz, take us through your podcast. Tell us a little bit of your intentions behind it and where you're at today with that. My podcast is is a lot of fun. It's an experiment, but it's it's turned out to be such a cool uh, experience because what I do is I bring on coaches and healers to the podcast. And it doesn't have to be like a life coach or business coach. It could be a marketing coach or a sales coach. And they come on, they, they tell their story of how they got into what they're doing. And then they coach me for about 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes. So I get the benefit of their coaching expertise. My audience gets to see their expertise and I have to make sure I'm as coachable as possible for my guests. And then we flip it around. So now I'm coaching them for 15, 20 minutes. Their audience sees what I can do. They get to have reality shifted as a result of being on my show. And then we take some questions from the audience and we close up the show. So everybody wins. Even if no one watches the podcast, the two of us win. <laughs> so... Uh, but we we get a lot of great responses to it. And business-wise, because of the people I've had showing what they can do rather than just talking about what they do, they've gotten clients from me. Wow. Yep. That's incredible. I mean, that's what the podcasts are amazing for, like the networks and opportunities that can come from them worldwide, the connections, yep. endless. Um, I love how you kind of allow them to coach you and then you switch it and you coach them. I think that is amazing. Um, and a great way to do it. So that's awesome. So then it ties into your business as well, because you are entering their network or you're learning something from them. And I'm sure yes. people see what you do as well. And then be like, oh, I've watched your podcast for six months. I need to work with you. I see what you're doing. Or same goes for the guests you bring on as well. Um, or how does it exactly tie into the business based on that? Oh, because because they they have to promote the podcast just like I promote the podcast. Every now and then I get clients from their tribe because they watch and they go, oh my God, I need to work with Shiraz. Yeah. Uh, plus, with the guests I have, we have affiliate commissions either way. So if they get a guest from my audience, I get paid. If I get a guest from their audience, they get, uh, they, well, if they get, if they get a guest from my audience, I get paid. If, they get, if I get a guest from their audience, they get paid. So everyone always Fabulous. wins. Yeah. Love it. Love it. And what does your client acquisition look like within your business? How do you go about getting your client, the right fit clients? 
uh, for being on shows like this. <laughs> um, Love it. I speak. On, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. True. Right? And I um, and I speak on summits on on stages a lot during the year. So I just uh, I actually just went through the numbers, even though it's a month before the end of the year. But sixty six percent of my sales have come from affiliates who put me on their stages and I got clients from being on their stages. So whether it's podcast, physical stage, virtual stage. Um, so that's a big chunk of my business. Amazing. So tell me a little bit about some of the biggest challenges you have faced within the podcast. You know, there's so many wins with the podcast, but you know, myself and the listeners, listeners know that there's challenges as well. And some pain points when it comes to the podcast, what are yours? And how maybe how have you overcome them or how are you trying to overcome them? So with my podcast, the pain points, ooh, everything runs smoothly now. I'm trying to remember what I went through. Um, yeah, attracting attracting the right audience is is the, the first one. Because you have to be really clear on who your audience is, what your message is. What most business owners, not not just in podcasts, but in business, they they say, well, I can help everyone. And then if you say you say that, then no one's saying, oh, that's me. But if you say, I help um, entrepreneurs who are at over $80,000, but their business has stalled, there's going to be a bunch of people who go, oh, wait, that's me <laughs> right there. And so narrowing it down and getting clear. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then even even though and so and that's the nice thing is you'll, you'll get there it's you'll get the people you want to work with but you'll also get peripheral people right and it's like yeah I, i've had multiple times oh my partner like whether it's a husband wife or even business partner was working with you and i've seen the changes so i want to work with you. <laughs> so amazing yeah i know i think yeah. it's so important to just be clear on who you're targeting um <laughs> Because if you're not, you're just bringing in anyone and you don't know if it's a fit, right? So get really niche, uh, niche down, niche down and figure out who it is you want to work with. Uh, who do you I want like to attract? Just, like, niche, like a Canadian and switched it to niche. Like I, I definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> so Canadian. Uh, <laughs> but Shiraz, what are your biggest plans and goals for 2023 within the podcast and the business? So uh, right now, I'm just, I put out the call to my my favorite people in my network to say, be on my podcast. Um, the coaches I know, the people that I know that are inspiring me, they're all, they're all lining up to be on the podcast. My podcast is different because I do it once a month, not like once a week, like most people. Um, I might go to twice a month, but the reason I keep it at once a month is when they coach me, I want to incorporate everything I learn. And if I did that every week, it would be too much. Too much I want. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's what's going to happen with the podcast. Uh, my podcast is actually part of a bigger network called the Breakthrough Show Network. And uh, so we have uh, the break, the network sees about 40,000 downloads per month. I think at the last check we did, which is and, and keeps going up. And uh, and one thing we're doing that shit's going to be really fun is we're going to have like our own sort of reality TV show, which oh, is we're looking for. Yeah. So we're looking for new uh, new people to be on the network, new podcast hosts. 
So we're going to have a whole bunch of podcasts we'll supply and then do it like reality TV. We're going to do eliminations. People are going to go through tests and trials and and so and narrow Love it down it. to like just the last ones and get them on the network to be our new hosts. That is awesome. So you're looking for new hosts. That's incredible. I like that you're doing it like a reality TV show. And that's starting in the new year? Right? (laughs) Exactly. That'll happen in March. Yeah. Love it. Amazing. Um, What is your favorite thing about 2022 coaching? And what is your least favorite? 2022, my favorite thing was the amount of travel I did. I traveled almost twice a month, every month. So, yeah, so I I got to see New Orleans for the first time. I got to hang out at the beach in Playa del Carmen. I went to Disneyland in L.A. I've been I was at Vegas and I'm going back there in like four days. And um, and I went to Dallas, Boise. Um, Yeah, I've been back and forth Orlando. Um, So it's it's been amazing. It's like for me, like okay, this whole COVID thing is done. I'm traveling. (laughs) Yeah, it's my uh, turn to travel. Yeah, it is my turn. Yeah. The uh, the hardest thing this year is, I th- I think it was just the the budgeting because when I started to travel, I forgot how much how expensive traveling was, and so I'm like, I'm making all this money, I'm spending all this money, so yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. I have to I have to do uh, adapt to one of my clients, Kimberly Crow. She had the story that I'm the, I'm the one I'm still in, and I realize I'm still in it. When you travel, you have to spend more money. And I got her out of that story. She actually makes more money by traveling instead of spends more money by traveling. So I need to create that story for myself in 2023. Yeah, change the story. I love it. And what would you say you would have to change or maybe it would be a new challenge that you would have to overcome? Um, You know, doubling your profit and revenue in one year. If you were to do that in 2023, what would be the new challenges, do you think? I don't, to double my revenue at this point, I don't think would create new challenges because I've got the structure in place mm-hmm. so I can have that many more clients and I don't have to spend any more time. Okay. Right? That's something I recommend to all entrepreneurs, get that structure in place so you can have more and more clients without burning yourself out. Without the burnout, yeah. And what about, like, what is your, would you have to change anything? Like, would there be new changes that you would have to make in order to do that? No, it's all set. Love it. Love it. What's your process like? So with my group programs, they're set up on specific days. Uh, I can handle any size group. It's, well, I guess Zoom limits me to 500 people in a in a single group. <laughs> um, but that's that's all set up so that with the my group programs in place, I work eight days a month, right? And that's it. Now I, I do more days than that because I still take on private clients. Some I, I love some of uh, my private clients uh, because they're in that space that I'm gonna create big change and I watch what happens to them and we celebrate and we have great things. But I only I make sure I only take a few every year. And then the rest of the time is being out there and speaking because I get such a high when I'm up on stage and sharing my message that I'm looking for a lot more physical stages next year. So that's that's where all the extra time is going to go. I love it. This is amazing. And thank you so much, Shiraz, for coming on and sharing your story. I mean, who doesn't want to work eight days a week through group coaching on eight Zoom or whatever? Like, or eight days a month, <laughs> I mean, sorry. 
I was like, who, who does want to work eight days a week? <laughs> um, I meant to say eight days a month, you guys, like, that's incredible. You know, this is, it's fabulous when you find a, a good structured process that you can make work and leverage. And I mean, still have all the clientele, but you're doing it through group coaching. So you're able to still have that time freedom, right? Um, and still give them the value that they need and they can bounce ideas off of each other in the group too, right? So yep. um, giving them that, you know, confidence and, you know, we've all been there. You know, I, I was on a group call last night and it's just, I know how you feel in those. You just feel great and, and uplifted and stuff like that. So incredible. Well, thank you for having me, Brittany. This has been fun. Absolutely. Shiraz, would you mind letting us know the best way to go ahead and reach out to you if there's anyone listening who might want to connect with you and your services? You can go to energeticmagic.com or you can go to shirazshifts.com. That's in Shiraz Shifts Your Reality. And either way, you'll find me. Incredible. Well, thank you so much, Shiraz, for coming on today. It's been a pleasure. And I'm so happy you had you had taken the time to talk about the valuable stuff that you did because that's exactly what I'm looking for on my show. So thank you. Thank you. This has been fun. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and would like to come on just like Shiraz did today to share your story, talk about a little bit about the business and podcast, please go to top100interview.com. We'd love to have you on as well. Thanks, guys. Catch you on the next one. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.